So the very first season of The Bachelor began in the spring of 2002, 19 years ago. So Arisha, I'm curious, what were you doing back then? Signing hags in yearbooks. What? I don't know what hags are. Have a great summer. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, over the years, the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise has given us plenty of proposals, heartbreaks, hometown dates, and even a few Bachelor babies. But it hasn't exactly been groundbreaking television, if you know what I mean. Right. But 2021 has been a year of reckoning for Bachelor Nation. Yeah, so after a scandal involving racist remarks led to longtime host Chris Harrison's exit from the series, fans are left wondering what the future holds for their favorite reality dating show. And with the finale of the current Bachelorette season looming, I think you got to wonder what's next. I mean, can the franchise really actually change? I mean, signs may point to yes, hopefully. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. Today is Tuesday, July 27th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's oh, fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Okay, so as we all know, Katie Thurston is the current Bachelorette, and last night was the Men Tell All episode, which is basically where the Bachelorette comes face-to-face with all the men she's already sent home. And this episode always happens before the finale, so it's kind of a tease because we obviously don't know who she picked yet. Yeah, I feel like, though, the biggest highlight for Bachelor Nation was hearing from Michael, the single dad. He's been one of the frontrunners all season, but he unexpectedly left the show saying his son needed him and he had to go home. And that left Katie in tears. And he says, 
on the tell-all because he wanted to make sure Katie understood why he left the show. And he also told her he's ready to love again. So, of course... (laughs) Everyone's pulling for him to be the next Bachelor. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, aside from that, there was, of course, the usual banter among the guys about who was lying, who was telling the truth, who was there for the right reasons, which Mm -hmm. I feel like that comes up way more now because of social media. Right. Like a lot of people are there for followers. Let's be honest. Most of them are there for that. Honestly, I feel like that is one of the right reasons to do the show (laughs) is to like launch a career. Yeah. Like elevate yourself in, I don't know, the influencer stratosphere or whatever. Yeah. So one of the funniest, if you want to call it parts, (laughs) was when we heard from Connor B. He was the guy that I originally thought was going to win this whole thing. He was like my pick to win. Mm -hmm. But Katie eliminated him last week after they shared a kiss that lacked chemistry. And Connor said that when he got home, he texted a bunch of his girlfriends to ask if he was actually a bad kisser, this poor guy. (laughs) I mean, I know you and I obviously can't imagine what this is like, but I feel like I would probably do the same thing because it's like, there's no way. (laughs) And what's wild to me is that a woman in the audience said that she would be the one to make the call. So she goes on stage and kisses him. And then she gave him an 11 out of 10. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm with Bachelor Nation. That's that was a little much. Um, But I mean, in a lot of ways, this season of The Bachelorette has been pretty normal. Um, The contestants filmed over eight weeks at a resort in New Mexico. There were obviously front runners, surprise exits and gallons and gallons of tears. Mm -hmm. But it was also filmed in the midst of the entire franchise coming under some pretty major criticism for race and representation issues. Right. Which isn't exactly news. I mean, for years, there's been a lot of talk about the lack of diversity among the contestants. Yeah. And even when there was diversity, there was always controversy because, of course, the more diverse contestants didn't get nearly as much screen time as their white contestants. What's even more ridiculous is that while there was a black bachelorette, it was just four years ago. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't a Black Bachelor until last season, which means that there were 19 years <laughs> yes. before we got a Black Bachelor. Right. And that was Matt James, um, who did not propose, but he did pick 24-year-old Rachel Kirkconnell. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> and we all know how that turned out. So after the season ended, some internet sleuths dug up photos of Rachel at an antebellum-themed frat party in 2018. And they also stumbled upon some pretty racially insensitive social media posts that she liked. Right. And then this kind of got blown up even more because the host of the entire Bachelor franchise, Chris Harrison, got involved and came to Rachel's defense. We all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion, because I've seen some stuff online. Again, this judge jury executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart and diving into like her parents and her parents voting record. And what it's it's unbelievably alarming to watch this. I mean, needless to say, the whole thing pretty much blew up after that. Yeah. Chris eventually apologized for his ignorance and committed himself to a path of anti-racism, which it's a lot of talk. Um, (laughs) But he did take a hiatus from the franchise, which eventually turned into a permanent exit. Yeah. And while all of this drama was happening, they were filming this current season of The Bachelorette. Yeah. And so they don't have a host. So we had the two former Bachelorettes stepping in, Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow, who are being called mentors this season, which is interesting that they're not calling them hosts, although they are in talks to come back for the next season. Mm -hmm. Um, And then ABC, of course, has said they would be addressing the lack of diversity both on the show and behind the scenes. Yeah, but like all things in television, it's been kind of a slow process. I mean, granted, things don't change overnight, but they could change over 19 years or 20 years. Oh, wow. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so true, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, Katie, the current Bachelorette, has told The Hollywood Reporter that she does think things are changing. And yeah. she's seen them make significant changes, like having a more diverse cast and giving BIPOC contestants more screen time. Yeah. And, you know, one of the most interesting moments of this season, I think, was when Katie was on a date with fan favorite and one of my favorites, Andrew Spencer. <laughs> and, you know, when they sat down, he asked her really candidly about their potential future as an interracial couple. Yeah. He talked about his past and about the challenges they would likely face if they moved forward, yeah. which... If you're new to Bachelor Nation, this is extremely rare for this franchise. I mean, yeah. The Bachelor and Bachelorette are not known for going that deep and addressing actual real world issues. Yeah, which is a good sign that maybe things are heading in the right direction. Yeah. And last night after the tell all, Andrew actually told The Hollywood Reporter that he always knew he was going to go into this show and have the hard conversations on camera. Yeah, I he has a quote that I absolutely love. He said, I'm tired of it being uncomfortable conversation mm -hmm. and just not regular conversation. And like, I mean, obviously this hits home for me very much being yeah. the product of an interracial couple. Yeah. And I just think that it's so great that they're putting this out there. And I mean, even some of the other contestants commented on this conversation mm -hmm. saying they're really glad it happened. I mean, we had Trey Cooper saying, we're making progress as a nation and as a show, but there's still room to grow, which is obviously very true. Yeah. So all of this brings up a really interesting question. I mean, do you think that a huge franchise like this can actually change and become more inclusive for real? It's hard to say. I mean, I have hope. These are huge strides. If you look at like, if you watch an episode of The Bachelor in the earlier seasons compared to now, we have definitely come a ways. Yeah. But we still have so much farther to go. Exactly. And, you know, it's not just about diversity. Like, let's see some normal body types. You know, I yeah. I told you a friend of mine DM'd Katie Thurston, this current bachelorette, mm -hmm. about, you know, just thirsting after her, how much he loves her. And she was like, <laughs> you should apply. And he's a bigger guy. And yeah. he was like, there would never be anybody like me on The Bachelorette. And yeah. she was like, no, I told them I want all shapes and sizes. And we're not really seeing that. So, well, to be fair, they got people size that are like six feet tall as well as five feet 11. So, <laughs> right. That's oh, the yeah. Varying. There are some ranges. <laughs> but, you know, they, they have a ways to go. It's not. Yeah. It's not just one sided at this point. Right. But, right. you know, the diversity is great. And maybe things are changing slowly but surely in Bachelor Nation. Yeah, I mean, the next Bachelorette, Michelle Young, is a woman of color. Yes, which I love, and I love her, and I'm really excited to see her as the Bachelorette. Yeah, I actually might commit to watching this <laughs> season. Oh, I love it. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music or on your Alexa-enabled device. Just ask Alexa, play the Rich and Daily podcast. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. Enhance your listening experience with Wondry Plus. Enjoy ad-free listening, exclusive content, binges, and more. Join Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts.